Welcome to DermWire News, powered by DermWire.com. DermWire News for Smart Speaker is made possible with advertising support from Orthodermatologics. I'm Stephanie Talea, Senior Managing Editor of Practical Dermatology Magazine. The FDA has approved Restylane and Lift for use on the dorsal hands of people older than 21, making it the first hyaluronic acid injectable gel approved for this use. Radius is also approved for the correction of lost volume in hands. As we age, we lose volume in the back of the hands, causing the appearance of tendons, wrinkles, and veins to become more pronounced, says Dr. Ellen Marmer, a clinical trial investigator for Restylane and Lift in the hands. Many of my patients start to notice their youthful-looking faces aren't matching their aging hands and ask me what they can do about it. I am now pleased to be able to offer them Restylane and Lift. The FDA nod was based on a multi-center, randomized, evaluator-blinded, split-hand study investigating safety and efficacy of Restylane Lift for use in the dorsal of the hands. 89 patients, aged 22 and older, were enrolled in the trial. The study met its primary endpoint, showing a clinically meaningful improvement in the correction of volume deficits of treated hands for up to six months. Restylane lift was shown to be both safe and well-tolerated for the correction of volume deficit in the dorsal backside of the hand. After initial treatment, injection site responses, such as swelling, tenderness, redness, bruising, pain, itching, and impaired hand function, were predominantly mild in intensity and temporary. New guidelines may slightly increase reliability and accuracy of melanoma diagnoses, a new study in JAMA Network Open shows. The American Joint Committee on Cancer recently updated its guidelines for melanoma, and the study researchers found that when pathologists used the new guidelines for cases of early-stage invasive melanoma, they agreed with an expert-defined diagnosis 10% more often. In the study, researchers reviewed 4,342 analyses of 116 cases of invasive melanoma, made by a total of 187 pathologists from 10 U.S. states. The physicians' interpretations were compared with an expert consensus diagnosis to assess accuracy. The pathologists were unaware that they were interpreting the same set of cases twice. The second viewing occurred at least eight months after the first. In a prior study, the same researcher showed that pathologists disagreed about the diagnosis of early-stage invasive melanoma more than 50% of the time, and they wanted to learn if the new guidelines would lead to more reliable diagnoses. Now pathologists may be able to more accurately classify invasive melanoma using the new guidelines. Although there was only slight improvement in how often pathologists agreed on characterizing invasive melanoma, that difference could help improve treatment outcomes for some patients. Still, the likelihood that pathologists will agree on the diagnosis of early-stage melanoma tissue and make an accurate diagnosis is low. Thank you for listening to DermWire News, powered by DermWire.com. This editorially independent program is supported with advertising from Ortho Dermatologics.